Today's reading is 2nd and 3rd John. The elder, to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I alone, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth that abides in us and will be with us forever, grace, mercy, and peace, from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will be with us in truth and love. I was overjoyed to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father has commanded us. And now I urge you, dear lady, not as a new commandment to you, but one we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the very commandment you have heard from the beginning, that you must walk in love. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, refusing to confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Any such person is the deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch yourselves, so that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be fully rewarded. Anyone who runs ahead without remaining in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever remains in his teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you but does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home or even greet him. Whoever greets such a person shares in his evil deeds. I have many things to write to you, but I would prefer not to do so with paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come and speak with you face to face, so that our joy may be complete. The children of your elect sister send you greetings. Third John, the Elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may prosper and enjoy good health, as your soul also prospers. For I was overjoyed when the brothers came and testified about your devotion to the truth, in which you continue to walk. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Beloved, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers, and especially since they are strangers to you. They have testified to the church about your love. You will do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. For they went out on behalf of the name, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Therefore we ought to support such men, so that we may be fellow workers for the truth. I have written to the church about this, but Diotrephes, who loves to be first, will not accept our instruction. So if I come, I will call attention to his malicious slander against us. And unsatisfied with that, he refuses to welcome the brothers and forbids those who want to do so, even putting them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God. The one who does evil has not seen God. Demetrius has received a good testimony from everyone and from the truth itself. We also testify for him, and you know that our testimony is true. I have many things to write to you, but I would prefer not to do so with pen and ink. Instead, I hope to see you soon and speak with you face to face. Peace to you. The friends here send you greetings. Greet each of our friends there by name. This is God's Word. In the early 2000s, the emergent church was a big topic of conversation in Christian circles. A few young pastors had rapidly built ministries and reputations for being able to reach younger people who had a postmodern mindset. Today, nobody talks about the emergent church. It fragmented and died almost as quickly as it began. Some of the more prominent men who led that movement are no longer in the ministry. 
Before leaving the ministry, however, at least two of them turned in their credentials as Bible-believing evangelicals. They did this by publicly embracing universalism, the idea that God will save everyone, not just those who trust in Christ. John never heard of the emergent church during his life on this earth, but he prophesied against its leaders and plenty of others when he wrote in verse 9, Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. Those are the words of the NIV. There's a long pattern of teachers who start out embracing the doctrines of our faith, which John calls the teaching of Christ. Eventually, though, some of them get bored with the Bible or grow skeptical about some of our doctrines. They run ahead and do not continue in the teachings of Christ, to use John's language. They abandon the precious doctrines of our faith and get out of line with Christ, our leader. Verse 10 tells us what to do with these teachers. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. That's again verse 10 in the NIV. This is how you should treat anyone who once taught the truth but departs from it. Cut them off and stop listening to their words or supporting their work. Are you careful about the inputs that come into your heart and your spiritual life? Do you compare the teachings and claims of men with what God's word actually says? Are you ready to run from anyone who once was a biblical teacher, but moves on to other more innovative ideas that actually contradict scripture? Many Christians get too attached to a person and look the other way when that person departs from the truth. Don't be that guy. It will damage your spiritual life, and it will hurt the church. If you found this devotional helpful, maybe you should sign up to receive it in your email every day by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Subscribing is free, and every morning you will receive a transcript of this devotional as well as links to the audio and video, and this will cue you to be in the Word every day and develop a Bible reading habit. I'm also looking for financial support so I can keep making videos like this and others. Go to dailypbj.com support and help me out. Finally, please share this with someone who might grow from it in their faith, and I'll see you next time. Have a great day.